Welcome to the Currency of Truth with your host, Randall Martin and Bill Hughes. Hey, Bill, can you believe this is episode five and all the things that have already happened uh, since our, our start? It's quite exciting, my brother. And, you know, we, we it's a hot, another hot day outside and we have some really hot news coming forward, too. I know. I know. This is news that you absolutely need to know. If, if there's anything that you need to know and understand about crypto and privacy issues. I mean, I, th- I think everything that we're doing is things that you that can help you to better understand. But this news is of particular pertinence. But not only is the news that we're going to give you, uh, I think, news and dramatic We've got some new news and a new sponsor on the show. We've got Glenn Gold uh, that's coming on as one of our sponsors to help us bring you this information. Glenn is an awesome product, my brother. It allows you to buy, save, spend, and send um, real gold. You can buy gold on Glenn. They will store it for you in a a vault in Switzerland. Um, And then you can actually receive a debit card once you sign up and, and spend the gold like money. Uh, I, I have to tell you, I got my debit card and I love it. I'm, you know, I go to stores and I'm spending it and, and uh, it's working, working perfectly. Absolutely. And when you told me about it, you know, I went out and I'm in the process of getting it. I'm just so excited about it and that you can check out more about Glenn. Just go to our website, CurrencyTruth.com, and you can click the link and you can find out all about it. But uh, what I wanted to get to uh, today is some of the controversies around blockchain and drones, this is an unusual development. So Bill, I'm going to have you actually explain what's happening and why this is so important for people to know. Absolutely, my brother. And and you're right. This this is super important. So what we have is a lot of technology that is coming out. And and quite frankly, a lot of it is happening around us. And, you know, our daily lives doesn't allow us to pay attention to what is going on all the time. And so, uh, there's been a lot of talk about police departments using drones. Now, when I was a legislator in Columbia County, I voted at least three times that I can recall to approve for our county to use our county sheriff's department to use drones um, in in certain aspects. And so, with the recent, you know, goings on in New York City and them using drones, and the fact that we now know that that can be put on blockchain. It actually presents a whole nother um, problem and really some concerns that we we really should get into talking about. No, I know. And, you know, we had been conversating about this all week, you know, and, you know, one of the things that I always say is that with technology, we have to expect that there's going to be. You know, not everybody's going to be above board. And with any new thing, there's always, you know, adopters that adopted for, you know, a great purpose. And there's also people that are trying to scam people or use it for a nefarious uh, a purpose. And so that's why uh, one of the backbones of this particular show is we want to get you to uh, think about, and if you didn't watch our show last week uh, with Mr. Uh, Vernell, if we want you to think about signing a petition, if you're in New York State, 
to help this digital task force that they're trying to get on the way help deal and regulate with some of the problems that you're going to hear right here on the show. So um, we're, we're not only proposing uh, problems, but we're also talking about possible solutions. And we feel that this task force is a step in the right direction in getting the kind of regulations that we're needed around the issue that we're going to talk to you about today. Bill, should we play the clip uh, and uh, give people a little primer about kind of what's what's happening? I think we should play the clip because once we play that clip, people will get a good understanding of the kinds of conversations that are happening in back channels and why it is important that we put a task force in place so that we could put um, have rules and regulations um, to govern this stuff. All right, so this is going to be Leo Terrell. Um, he's a civil rights attorney. And he's talking on a Fox News program, I think it's Hannity, and he's giving his opinion. So uh, take a listen, and uh, we're going to respond to it. Uh, let me be very clear. Thanks for that question, Pete. 30 years as a lawyer, civil rights lawyer. There's no privacy, privacy concern. These civil liberty attorneys sh just shut up. There's no expectation of privacy above the in the sky. It is constitutionally legal, and I'll tell you right now, it is effective, not just for Labor Day, do it 24-7. You're in New York City, a crime capital of the country. Run them 24-7. This is just talk. Expect to hear systemic racism uh, that is uh, targeted towards people of color. That's a lie. It is constitutional legal, Pete, for these drones. Dro have them 24-7 every day in New York City. <laughs> Well, that's so. That's Leo Terrell uh, oh, oh. giving this opinion. Now, before you guys, you guys are going to say, "Well, guys, you know, you guys deal with digital currency, and you guys are talking about you know cryptocurrencies and all these other things." What does this have to do with it? Well, Bill, what does this have to do with with uh, cryptocurrency, the blockchain, and all this other stuff? What do drones have to do with this? Well, first of all, brother, our, our, our show is to cover cryptos, blockchain, and Web3. Yes. But, but that being said, um, he, he said a whole lot there. Uh, first of all, you're getting into civil liberty rights uh, and privacy concerns. And I think the privacy concerns is, is what jumps out. Um, it should jump out at everyone um, because what he was mentioning is about flying drones 24-7. And, and when we get into talk about flying drones all over to detect whether crimes are taking place, um, and as the NYPD said, they, they, they were going to be flying them over people's backyards where there was perceived to be large crowds. And how you determine what is a large crowd, I don't know. But so, you know, you, you have those privacy concerns. But the larger concern, Randall, is and nobody's really talking about this they seem to be glossing over or maybe they're not even aware but more and more drone companies are putting their products on blockchain what happens once you put you know information on blockchains it becomes immutable that means it can't be changed nor can it be erased and so if we are so i'm um, putting these drones up in the air and whether they're on blockchain now or eventually end up on blockchain all the data that is captured uh, um, with these drones will be immutable. Uh, and, and just say they're flying over your backyard and you happen to have your back door window open or your bedroom window open. That data is captured. There's no erasing that data. And, and these companies know it. And so, you know, 
What happens to that data? Who's storing that data? How would that data be used? These are all the types of questions that I think, you know, is really going to lead into a lot of discussions moving forward, which is exactly why we need that task force in New York. Well, you know, I think that uh, Mr. Terrell knows the law, but I think as we talk about how these technologies are expanding and the different players and, and, the, and the relative Wild West environment uh, in terms of regulation and supervision and oversight that's existing, I think that he's not seeing the big picture. I think that his reaction is, you know, well, you know, surveillance is, you know, is good. It helps stop crime. And as you mentioned, you were even in favor as a legislator of voting for uh, drones to help in, 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 uh, in police enforcement. And certainly there was a case uh, a couple of weeks ago where a uh, autistic kid was found using a drone that had infrared uh, capabilities and he was lost in a forest and there's been light, light, lives have been uh, changed uh, or helped by drone, uh, the implementation of drones, they've been helpful. But you raise a very important question in that discounting all of the, the useful applications of it, what happens to the rest of the data that's now permanently stored uh, and now potentially accessible by you don't know who? So so let's say if someone was draw, uh, flying a drone uh, in our area and they said, I want the footage of, you know, from the drones in this, you know, this particular block for the last 10 years. They could, you know, presumably at some point they could get that. What would they do with it? How would it be used? Who would be using it? When when technology is being developed, there there's reasons where you could use technology. It, it could be for good or it could be for evil. Right. Depending on the hands of the person that it is in. When you look at technology, it is moving so fast that we just haven't had time to put rules and regulations in place. And our governments are admitting that we don't have rules and regulations in place. And you look, you look at a lot of your retail stores and box stores using facial recognition. You look at um, when they were talking about they can sweep up our data um, with our car travel, with, with telemetrics yes. or telematics. Uh, uh, there's just so much data that is being captured on us. It almost becomes a surveillance state. And, and the thing that brings this all together, just imagine this. You have a drone that goes up. The camera is on. It's on blockchain. That drone is catching, is, is gathering all the data that it sees on the camera. Then you have facial recognition in, in a, a store. That is, they said that they have it, or some stores are saying they use it to catch shoplifters. But it is capturing everyone that walks in the door. And then you have, say, for example, stable coins or some form of a pro programmable digital coin. There's a company out there called Chainlink. What Chainlink does, it will allow companies that are on the blockchain to speak to each other and to see each other's content, basically making them seamless. They call it interoperable. Once you do that, I can follow and track you the entire day, the entire week, if I want to, and know it's you. So when you start talking about privacy concerns, this is at the height of the privacy concerns. And it's not like our elected officials don't know. It's not like the companies who are developing this technology don't know. The thing they do know is there's no reg regulations in place to govern them right now. And that's what's disturbing about all of this. 
Well, now, Bill, some will say we've been being surveilled for years. You know, back even before there was digital, there was VHS tapes recording us in the stores Mm -hmm. and wherever we go, and that you shouldn't have any expectation of privacy. Why is this any different? So I, I would agree. Like I said, I voted for drone uses by police. When you're in open space or you're in public space, absolutely. If we can use another tool to deter criminal activity, I'm all for it. But this is going beyond that, Randall. You can track and and um, listen to people even in their homes. Just go back to not too long ago. I, I believe it was Google. Whoever developed Alexa and some of the the in home mics were being sued and and actually have you know paid a settlement for actually listening in to people's conversations. Yeah, well, and keeping go, the recordings go, for years. Right, and you'll go, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, the big deal is with companies like Chainlink, I can now tie that information to all your other information. I can I can follow you. I can listen to you. I basically can surveil your whole entire life. And what does that lead to? Well, you see what it leads to in China. And I'm not saying we're going to be the next China. But in China, it led to them developing a social credit score. Right. You can't buy a certain drink if your score goes below so many points. You can't travel. You can't buy a certain amount of meat. Uh, and I'm not saying that we're going to go down that road. But there's nothing saying that we can't. There's no rules in place. I know. And now I think the other element is the interoperability of this. It's not just data that's stored in one place. And like you said, we're getting these increasing agreements between companies that then are sharing this information and you don't know what's out there. So it will be impossible for you to know what's out there, what's in your recorded file about you or how people are using that information and what that information, the use of that information is actually leading to. You know, Randall, what one of the things that when you listen to or, or when you see the comments coming from all these box stores about facial recognition. Right. A lot, a lot of them don't want to admit that they're using it. And someone will say, oh, uh, we're, we're no longer using it. And then when the civil liberties companies want to come in to make sure and they go, oh, no, 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 we, we don't need you to come in. We're, we're telling you we're, we're not using it. Now, there are a handful of companies um, and you could just Google, you know, retail stores because I don't want to mention any names. But there are a handful of companies that are admitting that they are using it. And, and the thing about that is, again, like you said, you can't assume or, or think that you're going to have some level of privacy, especially when you're out in the public. But the, to, have, to feel as though that you're being surveilled 24 hours a day, seven days a week, where do we draw the line as a, you know, as a civilization or society? Where do we draw the line on being surveilled? Or is there a line? Right. Or is it, or is, or is, well, have we already passed it? And I think that the fact that facial recognition has come so far, it's not like you're just a random person on the street. These systems know who you are and where you are by virtue of these, you know, these recordings or these camera devices being now hooked into. Uh, facial recognition that can then tell these other systems who you are, where you are, what time that was. So, you know, I agree. And that's why on our website, we've got this uh, petition urging uh, Kathy Hochul to sign this bill, which doesn't actually, it's not, it's not requiring money. It's just a, a bill for a committee to study 
this situation and what the impacts are. And we know that New York is the financial capital of the world and now seeking to become a thought leader on this. So what we're hoping is that what recommendations that, that are thoughtfully crafted in New York, uh, with any luck, will then be adopted you know, worldwide or at least nationwide. Yeah, I think it's important. And, and one of the things that we as New Yorkers can be proud of is we have always been at the forefront of movements and technology. Right. And, and I, I, I don't think that this can, you know, this is any different. We could be at the forefront of this. You know, you put that task force in place, like you said, doesn't require any money. But what it, what it does is, Randall, it allows to have people at the table. You're talking about an a, a industry that is really in its infancy. A lot of this technology, has, it has, they've been working on a development, I think, for, for 10 10 or 20 years, but it's only been implemented over the last few years. And so as you're developing these rules, there's an opportunity to have people who look like me and, and people from other segments of the population sitting at the table with experts and help helping them craft re regulations so that there's an equal playing field and that these rules and laws are applied equally before we let them get out of hand and, and start to skew to one side or the other. Because if you go back and you listen to what Mr. Terrell say, you're going to hear these civil liberty groups stand up and your people in the black communities are going to be crying. Well, what would make you think that these drones are only going to be flying in the black communities? I mean, this is the message he's already sending out there. Um, so just, just from that conversation from someone at that level up should have people in the black community concerned and, and again, crying out and saying, we want a seat at the table. And the only way you're going to get a seat at the table is if you have task force, a task force created like the one like Assemblyman Vernell is proposing. Right. And, you know, and it wasn't hyperbole when I talked about this is something that everyone should be concerned about. And no, I mean, yes, digital currency is taking over. And, and there, you know, that's a whole new horizon in the way that you spend your money. But what we're talking about is a more fundamental right, a right to privacy, a right to have some insight and at least governmental control over these new technologies that are emerging and advancing every day. And if we're not at the table having conversations about what we think is appropriate, then we are going to fall victim to a lot of these decisions that are made. And what you said is so important that if you're not in front of it, if you're now trying to go back and put the horse back in the barn and say, oh, you know, we didn't know that this was happening. We didn't know that that was happening. It's too little, too late because these, because the way that blockchain works, the footage and the information that's captured is captured. It's it's there. It's always going to be there, and you can't change it. You can. Some people say, well, we can blur it out when it's used, but the actual raw footage uh, is available, and we don't know who and when this gonna where it's going to go to. So, you're going to be making decisions after the fact, which will have a little impact on the information that's already been gathered about you. Randall, what, what I hope is I, that for the people who are listening to our show, and I do hope a lot of people listen to our show, uh, because we really are just trying to educate you from, from the perspective of what we see out here. This technology can be used for a lot of good. There is a lot of good that can be done with this technology. But if it's it allowed to run unfeathered, 
with no rules in place, it could get out of control. And that's what we're saying is, you know, Governor Hochul, please sign that that bill so that we could create a task force. We're asking you, our listeners, to sign on to our petition so we can turn that over to the governor to show her that we are concerned about this technology moving forward without us having a voice at the table. That's all we're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, again, get in front of the issue. Help New York State and yourself get in front of the issue so that these things could be reported on, so that there's a wide ranging conversation with many constituents in the room talking about the implications of this and what they'd like to see before it steamrolls you know, your community, you can't just have your head in the sand and not do anything. By doing nothing, you're actually being complicit in, you know, in the advancement because it's going to go on whether you have something, whether you're uh, talking about it or not, it's going to just continue. So you might as well have your say in it. So um, there's an urgency for people to get involved, to understand it, but also to understand how it in an underlying way affects your life, even beyond your finances, your actual place in in what we call our civil society here. So um, do you have any more thoughts before um, we close out this show? All I say for our listeners is take action or get left behind. I, I mean, it, it's not um, hard to figure that out. Well said. And again, go to our website and um, check out Glint, wonderful company. And we thank them again for sponsoring, uh, being one of our sponsors in the program. That's so appreciated. And it's a great product and it's a great hedge against all the things that are happening with the dollar and all the things that are going on in the world. Um, it is a currency. Gold is always, you know, the supreme uh, currency to have and a supreme hedge. So, um, and this is actually physical gold that you can get. So, um, that's it for the currency of truth. Stay tuned. We're going to have a lot more information talking about AI and then still talking more about uh, cryptocurrencies as well. Absolutely. So, we'll see you on the next episode. And have a great day.